You're listening to Sobriety with Ari Eastman. Hey, that's me. Well, hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Sobriety. Can you hear the sadness in my voice? I've got that summertime sadness, otherwise known as seasonal affective disorder or SAD, which, okay, like, do you think whoever named that did that on purpose? Like, that acronym just feels, it feels a little too perfect. Like, that doesn't feel like a coincidence, you know? Like, SAD? SAD, babe? Isn't it bad enough that we're depressed? You have to name it SAD? Oh, I'm so sorry. I would really love to come to your birthday party, but my sad is flaring up. Anyway, I digress. So (laughs) sad, uh, most people associate it with wintertime and the colder months. Uh, You're getting less sunlight, less vitamin D, baby, baby. Though I just got two suspicious moles removed and I was thoroughly convinced that I had cancer for a full week even though I wear gallons of sunscreen and I avoid the sun like a goddamn Colin so whenever people are like go outside get your vitamin d I'm just like shut up you go outside you stand in the sun you raisin and wither away okay also I think you're supposed to get your vitamin d from food not like death rays the death uv rays of the sun so yeah just wear your sunscreen and avoid you know being in the sun too long Sorry, this is my sad talking um, because I have summer sad, summer depression, which I didn't really realize was a thing. I just always thought I would always just be like, well, I have opposite seasonal affect disorder. Like, I don't know what's wrong with me. Why summer just really bums me out, makes me really, really fucking sad. I think I've even spoken about this on the podcast before, but all the typical summer activities that people like doing are things that I'm not a fan of. So I just kind of like chalk it up to, oh, I don't like summer because it just, it's a bunch of things I'm not that into. I'm not into water activities. I'm not really a beach person. I'm not really a pool person. Like I had this whole phobia as a child of putting my head under the water and I still sort of have that and really I can count on one hand the amount of times I've put my head under the water and submerged it and you know what it's just not for me not really a travel person don't really feel a burning desire in my loins to explore other places because I explore the deep recesses of my mind on a nightly basis and that keeps me plenty busy so Yeah, all of those things. And I just can't stand the heat, which someone pointed out to me that that could also be my SSRI, which had never even crossed my mind. But some psychiatric meds can mess with your heat tolerance. Um, Not sure if Zoloft falls under that category. I didn't Google it. Um, I'm really trying to remove myself. I'm I'm trying to Google medical things less because it's just not... It's never been good for me, except for when I do like to diagnose my friends when they come to me and they're like, hey, I have these symptoms. What do you think? And then I give them my uh, my my Google medical degree. Um, so, yeah, been trying to Google medical shit less. But I don't know. It's just I, I feel like I get hot easily. And it's not even just the it's not even just getting or being hot because like whatever, we all can feel the heat if it's 90 degrees outside. But I just can't function. And I know I don't live in a place where it snows or we get real freezing temperatures, but I've always enjoyed colder climates. My dad um, is from Boston, so, you know, 
growing up, went to Boston frequently, you know, spent time in Massachusetts. Um, I remember even one time, uh, you know, during winters, I, I was in New York once when there was like a really, really bad cold spell. And even though that wasn't fun either, I still think I prefer it because I like bundling up. I am the person on the couch with a blanket on their lap at all times. Like I physically cannot be on a couch or sitting down if I don't have a blanket to lay across my lap. Like it is a necessity. I am a cozy bitch. I want to be wrapped up. I want to be swaddled. Put 17 layers on me. I love it. It's like a thunder buddy. I don't know if it helps my anxiety. I used to... I used to love having guys in college step on my back, which sounds like a kink. And now that I think about it, maybe it was for them. But for me, it was purely platonic. Just the feeling of being compressed is very soothing to me. I would straight up be like, hey, Kevin, can you step on my back, please? So I feel like with the cold, I like that feeling of like a bunch of layers and being cozy and I think that that feels safe to me it's almost like having armor whereas and that might be suffocating to other people but for me summer when it's hot that's when I feel suffocated I have such a hard time sleeping unless I'm like cranking the AC my depression makes a resurgence during summer all these things that people talk about with the winter I feel like I experience in the summer I have insomnia but then I can't you know, stop sleeping. Also, I get fatigued. I get extra lazy. I don't want to go outside. And I don't know, maybe it's a sensory issue thing, but the feeling of cold to me does not feel as overwhelming as heat does. Heat makes me makes me feel like I'm choking. That's what it makes me feel like, like I'm choking. So anyway, all of this is to say I am not crazy and sad in the summer months does exist. Um, it's just not nearly as common. It's it's not something people tend to have when they have sad. But there's thought that maybe too much sunlight can also mess with your melatonin production. And melatonin, you know, that's the hormone that regulates your sleep-wake cycle. So it's interesting because that shit is so out of whack for me right now. I can't sleep at night. I toss and I turn. During the day, I'm fatigued. It's like, it just it's I feel so deregulated and like my sleep is so abnormal um and summer heat can also increase anxiety so uh, yeah oh, by the way you know I, I know I said I'm like not googling medical things I mean that's kind of a lie because then when I googled like what are some things you can do to help summer sad and it said you know use air conditioning no shit Sherlock thank you so much for that but I think what I'm going to work on is my sleep quality and sleep hygiene. Like it's just, it's one of the things it's, it's going to be my Achilles heel. It's going to be why I, you know, why I don't age well and why I, you know, develop certain things later on in life because I just don't get quality sleep and it's so fucking hard and I don't want to take anything. I take melatonin, but it doesn't really seem to do anything. I don't want to take Ambien or anything because I just, obviously I am fearful about taking like, anything that I could possibly get addicted to um and I want to get back into an exercise routine like yoga or something but the idea of exercising when it's hot out makes me feel like I'm gonna hulk out and it's just I'm not the girl waking up at 5 a.m to work out no ma'am I'm not I'm just not gonna I'm not gonna be her so you know that's that's my mood lately (laughs) 
I don't know. It, it is interesting that our bodies have these cycles and these seasons. You know, I'm always my happiest and my most productive, best self during fall and winter. And then spring, I start to get kind of sad. Spring is when I'm a little bit weepy, you know, spring showers. It, it's true because it's my tears. And then summer, um, I'm just fatigued and very empty. It's 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 very hibernation you know, but the reverse because bears hibernate in the winter. Like I want to do a reverse hibernation. Like around May, I go to sleep and then I come back ready to go in October. Um, so if anyone could engineer that for me, I would be very appreciative. Um, but yeah, so I mean, if anyone else out there is dealing with summer depression, anxiety, all that shit, I, I you're not alone. And I think the other thing that makes it really kind of extra isolating is because summer is this time when you're supposed to be having fun and I talk about this constantly but the idea of expectations really like I when I feel expectations placed upon me um it, it makes me feel um it just makes me feel uncomfortable and so you know summer is supposed to be fun and you're doing all these things and it's almost like if you're depressed in the winter you're given a pass because people are like well yeah that's what happens and then if you are not feeling your best during summer when you're supposed to be having fun with everybody it's very lonely and it's very isolating and depression already makes you feel alone and lonely and um yeah, I don't know. That's just kind of where I've been lately. I just keep telling myself, you know, listen, at this point, I figured it out. Like, I've got my my circadian rhythm. I got my, my body's clock of like, hey, bitch, this is when we're going to get a little bit sad and grumpy. But then... You're going to be, you're going to be on, I, I get to have like, you know, people talk about like whatever hot girl summer. I mean, I feel like hot girl summer at this point was like 70 years ago, but I have that in the fall and the winter. And again, it's not just this, like, it's not, it's just this weird cyclical thing that happens and I don't know why I can't really point to anything like, but it's just what my body seems to prefer. And you know, when your body and your brain are happy, that's when things are good you know you got to have your body and your brain in alignment and um right now let me tell you they're not okay my body is sweating and my brain is crying water's coming out everywhere it's something that made me happy this week it's my pink cloud of Okay, so I don't have a ton to report on the pink cloud front. However, I think I've started lucid dreaming again, which is something that I did a ton as a kid. Obviously, I didn't have like the vocabulary for what it was, but I've always been very like connected to my dreams, whatever. I'm a Pisces. <laughs> but yeah, I used to be able to kind of manipulate my dreams. And if I had a really good dream, I would be like, oh, I can go back to sleep and pick that dream back up again. And that was, I don't know, there's something about childhood too. You're really tapped into your creativity and imagination. And I feel like, you know, there's, children just have fewer barriers to kind of tap into weird shit like that. Um, and maybe it's because my melatonin production's fucked, but I have been kind of lucid dreaming again, and it could be a side effect of being depressed, but 
I've been having these like really good dreams about like these celebrity crushes of mine and I'll wake up and I will be like, I'm going back to sleep and I'm going to finish the dream and I'll manipulate the dream to like go the way I want it to. And that's been, that's been fun. So that's all I've got to report is, uh, my dreams so well (laughs) with that um got some great episodes coming up in the next few weeks so stick around for that and you know listen you know as they say every rose has its thorn and every summer has a girl that's not having a good time and I just happen to be one of those girls but it's okay because we make it through and yeah, I mean, dude, next month I'm going to be three years sober, which is crazy. So I'll have to figure out what I'm going to do for that. But as always, thank you so much for your love and your support. You guys always make me laugh and smile. And I just appreciate you being here while I rant into um, a microphone and um, I call in my therapist. I mean, I have a real therapist too, but this is, sometimes this microphone's in competition. I'm not going to lie to you. I hope she doesn't, my, you know, the therapist I pay doesn't hear that. But, uh, you know, anyway, with that, I'll talk to you next week. Love you.